When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And welcome to Meta Sidekicks. I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. I have to sneeze. I'm waiting. It's not going to happen. What? I don't know. Um, according to Brandon, who was in my elementary school, you need to look at the light and go watermelon, 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 and it'll go away. Mm. You also tell me that you blessed me, and then it will also go away. Well, that's because of the plague, not for watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's good to see you metaphysically. Speaking, remote viewing, yeah. and today we're going to talk about angels. If you don't know who we are, we're psychic mediums, twin flame, business partners, and super freaking cool people that bring you information, entertainment, and education on all things metaphysical, paranormal, and spiritual as psychic mediums. Today we're going to talk about angels, and it's going to blow my mind again. And also, here is your disclaimer. We are not going to be approaching this from a religious aspect. We are both psychic mediums. If that's not your game, this is not your podcast. But we're going to be talking about all things angels today and hopefully talk to the angels as psychic mediums. So again, this is your last chance to click off. (laughs) Click off or pause it or continue listening because maybe you don't agree with everything that we say. (laughs) Maybe you found this podcast by accident by writing in angels. But we're not that kind of podcast. We talk to spoopy things and things like angels, which are probably also spoopy, but that's beside the point. I don't know. You don't have to, not everyone has to agree with everything that they listen to. You know, that gives us a variety. I'm just trying to avoid the angry comments, even though you can't comment on a podcast. You can't be angry when you're talking about angels. (laughs) Doesn't that defeat the purpose? You obviously have not gone to a Catholic high school. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, if you're new, I should also say, since I'm saying also a lot, also, also, that I've never really gone to church and M went to Catholic school. So do with that what you will. Yeah. So first up, what is an angel? So an angel 
is a spiritual being that is believed to act as the attendant agent or the messenger of God. And at this point is when I asked Liv what she thought an angel was. <laughs> yes, we do YouTube videos as well as our podcasts. So our podcasts are usually just additions in depth, I don't know, tangents about whatever we cover in our videos. <laughs> yeah. And this is the point where M did all of the research and as a psychic medium, she's going to make me guess on what happens. And like <laughs> last week, I, dude, she blew my mind in the video because I... I don't know. I thought I knew what angels were because even though I haven't like gone to church or whatever, except for I used to go to church with my friend Abby when we were little. She was the like oldest of the family and the only person that I ever had sleepovers with. So sometimes on Sundays we'd go to Lutheran church and do like Bible study. Oh, we made bracelets. I made out of fishing hooks and that was kind of like the coolest thing that I ever did. Like the little things Sounds that dangerous. connects fishing hooks to the lines. Oh, okay. They look Not like actual safe fishing hooks. Yeah, no, they I was look like that sounds like a good thing to give twelve year olds. <laughs> they look like safety pins, but they're not. They're okay. for fishing lures or whatever. I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. Those were our as friendship. As long as they're not actual hooks. <laughs> <laughs> Those were our friendship bracelets for like eight years. Anyways, that's as much as I got for religion was Lutheran Bible study five times anyways what did you think an angel was well i well because of society and where we live i thought angels were like you said the right hand beings to god but then you were like well what is god to you and i was like creator source like the big bang i don't know we've covered this already and you looked at me and you're like no 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 just like how we talk there's about like deities and stuff and how deities are like the same same but different there's still different like Apollaki is not the same as I don't know Apollo and I was like well yeah I, I, they're different but like they're still the deities of the same thing like the sun and that's when you looked at me and was like no you're uh, you think that God is like creator source. source and I was like well yeah isn't that what Christian people think and she's like no that's their why God is the, the Christian source. God and I was yes. like what put the brakes on i thought that that was the same thing i thought all the christian people thought that the christian god was creator source probably they think that's what they um like created but source isn't one to separate people so obviously they are creating a deity that is doing that yes which is like what we talk about in our manifestation video something from nothing right yeah because the never whole community believes that this god exists that like will smite you if you do something bad source isn't gonna do that <laughs> no so that's why a lot of people in the spiritualist community believe that there is a christian god that is on the same level as like a deity but they're kind of like created in the image of source which i feel like is most deities i want this one to look like santa claus ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 
Santa Claus probably also exists. Do you think Santa Claus is a deity? Dude, Santa <laughs> Claus for sure exists. Are you kidding no, me? No, not exist. Is a deity. <laughs> I mean, we talked to the Tooth Fairy, so... Remember when uh, in our video, I, I I tell Liv about the Holy Trinity and uh, the Holy Spirit, and she thinks the Holy Spirit is what christmas old past we're we're gonna have a christmas t-shirt line we need to write that down put it in your book that's gonna happen a lot later put it in your book because i can't do it right now i'll forget just what do you think the holy spirit is Uh, well okay since there's a christian god i think christian christopher saint nick saint nicholas christmas so i'm gonna say that the christian god looks like quintessential santa claus in my mind my adhd field comedic brain most people draw him as the guy with the big white beard are you fucking kidding me no god damn it christian santa are you seeing him the christian goddess in a white robe because that's usually how he's depicted in my mind he's wearing a red suit and he's jolly well that's santa claus (laughs) god's not in a red suit and he's jolly is he just santa's brother you have I Chris don't know. Kringle. You're a psychic medium. Ask him. And the Christian God. They're like homies. That maybe they're like cousins. You know, at Christmas time, they come in and do like the cool handshake. Well, you tell me what the Holy Spirit is. Woogity, 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 woogity. Um, <laughs> my, uh, what is it? Capitalist society marketing advertising brain thinks that the Holy Spirit. If you ask me and was like, draw a picture of the Holy Spirit, my dumbass would draw a really bad stick figure representation of the spirit from what is the movie called i don't is it scrooge i don't know it's not called scrooge it's not (laughs) also the it's also not the christmas story but it's the the movie with all of the old people and they're like scrooge gets visited from christmas past and the spirit of christmas past that has all the change and like chains and like rattles them and it's like oh that is what i think the holy spirit looks like you told me that's what you thought the Holy Spirit was, and I was like, that is a story. <laughs> that is not the same thing. However, the way that angels are described to me from, I don't know, my spirit guides, is the way I view source is source is like the body, and we are just a part of his body. So we would be like cells of the body. Angels, I view them as almost the white blood cells of the body. So they have a higher role, but they have a very specific job, and they keep the body safe. They defend the body against certain things, and they make sure that everything is in order. What? Oh, I was just thinking about... um, Christmas pass. What were you thinking about? Well, you said Christmas past, and I was going to be funny and start singing some sort of Christmas song, but then I couldn't remember any Christmas songs. Just say what you were going to say. Say it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I figured. Oh, white blood cells. I was thinking about how angels... Well, because if you guys don't know, we love science. And I went to school for science. Krista, that's for you. And um, I was thinking about what we could equate angels to instead of white blood cells. Because maybe they're not just white blood cells. Maybe they're more like cells that create things, which I would assume are plasts. Well, I think everything creates things, but it's source that creates it because we are source. Well, yeah, but so if angels are the right hand 
beings to source, which is creation itself, then they would be not just white blood cells because you said white blood cells. For yeah, me, they're the movement within the body. Yeah. So if they were in the brain, they would be the neurons of the brain. <laughs> well, um, they cause things to move, which causes things energy to be transferred into other things. Well, there are certain type of cells that are differentiated because you wouldn't want to use a uh, oh what is it called the cells you wouldn't want to use a stem cell as a term to relate to angels because those are undifferentiated cells but you there are certain types of cells that create other cells so like bone cells are what are they called osteoblasts so it plast and blasts the like last part of the word delineate cells that create other cells or like help in the creation of those cells but white blood cells you use the term as like defenders which would be like i would say like what was it archangel michael would be like a white blood cell but then maybe like the cherubs or something would be like osteoclasts or osteoblasts osteoblasts are the ones that make things clasts take them away so Okay. Sorry. I just went through like A and P for a second in my head with the topic of angels. So let's move on to the next topic. So there are nine ranks of angels and each one of these ranks are put into a subcategory of a three of the three triads. So the third triad, the third triad is the one that is closest to us in the physical realm. So these angels are the ones that deal specifically with the physical realm and deal specifically with us. These are the ones that we are more aware of as human beings. Mm. And this is where my medium brain turned off because Emma asked me, what do you think angels are? What do they tell you? And I was like, angels are the things that help people with people things because there's fairies and fairies help the world with the natural things, but angels help people with the people things. And she's like, well, yeah, but there's more. And I was like, what do you mean there's more? And then she proceeded to blow my mind with what she's about to tell you. Yeah. So the first rank of angels within the third triad is the angels. They are closest to the material world and humanity, and they are the lowest choir where they get the This is where we get the most of the, like, guardian angels types of things. These are, like, the lowest branch of angels, but these are people that or these are angels that specifically help with the material world. And Did then you use the word choir. Yeah, that's what they call them. They the call choirs of a angels. Group of angels choirs. Yeah. I'm gonna lose it. At least that's what I think. That's what I found on here. This is the most medieval, like enlightenment era type vernacular Folklore. I've ever le- like heard of. So the next tier of angels is the archangel. And these are the leader angels. They are the ones that, like, carry out the plans for man. They are the ones that keep the order within the physical realm. Order in the court. But this is where we get, like, all of the big names of angels in the Bible. So Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, also Lucifer. Raphael still makes me think about a Ninja Turtle eating pizza. Okay. (laughs) So the next tier of angels is the principalities. Wait, you mean choir? Sorry. (laughs) I like to call it the food pyramid of angels. 
Yeah, she drew a food pyramid in my notes. Yeah, because you got the base, which has the first three. Then you got the middles, which are the second three. And then you got the top tiers, which are the number one threes. It's like the pyramids. You got to think about the ones that deal with the physical world, like the breads. Everyone wants them. Everyone knows about them. They're like breadsticks from Olive Gardens. So the principalities (laughs) are the ones that guard large communities. So the large communities are the ones within the human realm. So communities in the sense of kingdoms, states, parishes, those types of things. And they are also associated with, like, transitions of power. Wait, so those ones only deal with places that are in the church? No. They deal with groups of people. Kingdoms. States. Parishes. Okay. Great communities of people. I just think it's interesting that parish is in there, because a parish is Well, because this is a religious topic. Oh, okay. That is a community of people. They like their community, so they wrote it down on here. So, that is the first triad. These are the people that, or these are the angels that help us as human beings because they are closest in vibration to the physical world. So, the next triad of angels are kind of like the transition between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. So, these are the angels that kind of fulfill God's plan within the universe. God's plan. God's plan. But I like to think of them as the avatars of the spiritual realm. They are the bridge between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. So the first rank of angels within the second triad is Drake and Angel. Are virtues. (laughs) What? He has a song called God's Plan. Maybe he's a part of the second tier of the triad. Maybe. Oh, that's why he's good at singing because he's a part of the choirs. Who? Who? Drake. Drake Bell. (laughs) That's what I think of when you say Drake because child. (laughs) I'm okay with that. If I didn't have have a boyfriend that loves rap music, I wouldn't know either. Well. (laughs) So the virtues deal directly with the natural elements and they maintain the natural world. So they maintain the natural order of things. Um... So they also, they run the operation of movement within the universe. They are associated with planets, elements, seasons, nature. They also said that they're shaped like sparks of light, which are interesting. Some of them tell me like, oh wait, is that why fairies look like that? Are we being punked spiritually? I don't know, ask a fairy. Oh, <laughs> I think fairies are different, but I don't know. Okay, they're explaining it to me as the fairies that I see as sparks of light are different from the sparks of light that you're seeing. However, they exist within the sparks of light that you're talking about, which are larger. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, angels deal with creation, so I think that they're not necessarily fairies, but they're going to be like the creator creating things of the fairies. Because I feel like the fairies are the ones that take care of it after it's created, and the angels are the ones that are doing that. Yes, they're the ones that are okay. the creation fairies. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I've been told that they have a different job than angels do because angels feel very different mm-hmm. because fairies feel very, like, buzzy because they're supposed to continue the energy of things, whereas angels are more of, like... A grounded feeling. Yeah. Because they it's deal like in physicality. It's, high vibrational, but it's also, like, powerful instead of, like, buzzy. Yeah. 
the wavelengths are longer? Not necessarily. <laughs> well, for fairies, their wavelengths of frequencies are like up, down, up, down with like a very small peak and trough between the two. But for... Yes, but high vibrational would be things that are close together in vibration. Like that what you're talking about, up, down, up, down. But they have a different kind of vibration. What, fairies or angels? Angels do. Well, yeah, their frequency is higher. However, the peaks and troughs of the vibration itself are much longer, which gives it that different feeling. Got you. I'm trying to as associate it with a, a way that you could visualize it, but you don't do the clairvoyant thing, so it's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the next rank of angels is the dominions, and they maintain the, the sugar crops. They maintain the balance between the physical and the spiritual. So again, these are the avatars that you are looking for. <laughs> Sorry, I think about domino sugar cubes. Interesting. So they lord, this this is an interesting sentence, they lord over the lower, lower choirs. They lord over the lower choirs and humanity. I'm lord, I'm lord, 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 <laughs> lord, lord. Sama. Okay. <laughs> They take the illumination from the higher hierarchies and govern the universe. Are these elected officials? How do I don't they... know. They also they always say govern. I know. Are they elected officials? I need to know because well, I did not cast my vote. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? They govern things because they keep the order of things, which is why order they use the word court. govern. <laughs> So the next rank of angels is the powers. Rangers. Power Rangers. What? Power Rangers. Oh, I have these out of order. Sorry. Powers is the lowest. And the powers are, they fight against the dark forces to govern the natural order. So it's powers and then virtues and then dominions are at the top. So I always, I forgot to write powers, so I wrote it at the end. But the powers are the lowest uh, rank of angels within the second triad. They're the ones that keep order of the natural world. So they keep things where they're supposed to be. There's and then, a pink one. There's a yellow one. There's a red one. Are you seeing them? No, I'm listing the colors of the Power Rangers. That's what I thought you were doing. You think that's how the, the person that created Power Rangers got the idea? From angels? Yeah. I mean, if you go to church. I don't think so. <laughs> if I was in church, I would create the Power Rangers from understanding this. Well, this is not something you learn in church. No? The nine ranks of angels. Yeah, why not? You don't learn about the nine ranks of angels. Oh. Well, that's not cool. <laughs> exactly. They rule over the parishes, so I feel like you should know who you elected as officials. They usually just put them under the topic of angels, you know? I know, but I don't want to be put underneath the topic of basic white girl in a bl in a basement wearing a pink fuzzy blanket. I want to be put underneath the category of a possible Power Ranger. So the second triad of angels goes powers at the lowest and then virtues, which rule over the natural elements and maintain the natural world. And then dominions are the highest and they maintain the balance between the physical and the spiritual. So next triad, this is the first triad. This is the one that is furthest away from the physical realm. So they deal directly with like the spiritual realm. 
And the first rank of angels within the first triad. We should call them the untouchables. Because they deal with things that you can't touch. That can be a hate slur. Why? Um, I don't want to explain it to you. Oh. <laughs> On a podcast. Well, why not? That's what podcasts are for. Okay, untouchables are a term used for people who uh, follow the religion of Hindu, and they're the people that are at the lowest, what is the word, like hierarchy. So they're highly mistreated a lot mm. of the times so it's also used in a post-apocalyptic no it's like what? some sort of <gasps> book that i read it's kind of like the hunger games and like the maze runner those type of theme books and there's like different social classes and one of them is called like the untouchables and they're like the highest social class because you can't touch them so that's what i was thinking of but also they deal with things that are non-physical, so you can't touch them. You can't touch angels in general. Don't fucking tempt me. <laughs> I will 100% ink myself while I touch the butt known as the angel. The first rank of angels within the first triad are the thorns. They deal directly with like the wisdom and knowledge of God. They I wrote down the word judgment and as a catholic human judgment usually involves like judgment day they are the ones that decide if you like go to heaven or hell but that's how i view when they say judgment but it they represent the steadfastness of love of god what continue your sentence and then i want to say something they contemplate god's power and judgment and they appear as the most unlike the other when revealed aka they don't necessarily look like human beings and the thorns the thorn angels are known for their wonderful minds they contemplate god's will on a regular basis and with their strong intellect they work to understand that the knowledge and figure out how to apply it in practical ways in the process they acquire great wisdom what are you gonna say they're called the thorns what about it one might say that a thorn is untouchable I can touch a thorn. Yeah, but it's going to hurt if you do it wrong. Anyways, also, they said that they're the mines, right? What if they're just giant brains floating in, like, goo? I think they have, like, four wings or something, and then they have an animal body, but that might be a virtue. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Next rank of angels is the cherubs, or sorry, the cherub or the cherubin, because cherubin is the plural of cherub. Not cherubai? Not cherubs. Cherubai? Cherubin. Cherubai. Cherubin. <laughs> they contemplate God's providence, and they are assigned to protect the special places like the tree of life. What did you say about the tree of life in our, our video? Because I don't remember that. Um, I was talking about how this oh. second... You were talking about how... Tier of angels are trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because You're talking about how angels go into trees. They are trees. Well, it was fucking with me because the universe likes to be satirical in its nature and really has a good funny hat when it comes to the funny hat of all funny hats. And when, as a psychic medium who has the ability to communicate with trees, it's funny because trees absolutely boggle my mind and enamor me to places of unrivaled, I don't know, coolness. 
when I talk to things that are dead or people that are dead, they're on one side and I clearly can differentiate between them being dead and not being dead because I also talk to animals which are not dead. So there's a difference between speaking or communicating with energies that are past and energies that are present. However, when I speak to trees, they know everything about everything and animals don't know everything about everything when they're alive because they're alive but when people or animals are dead they have the ability to know everything about everything because they're no longer physical it has this whole weird topsy-turvy like i don't know loophole of when you're dead now you know everything congratulations have a good time and lots of other things but trees are clearly alive so how is it that they know things about things that they don't even have any way to physically understand i've talked to plants that know things about the people that take care of them like house plants for example i was talking to one of them and they said that their my client that i was speaking to was at the grocery store and thought about getting a succulent in a pink pot because they wanted a friend and then their their person that i was talking to the person that takes care of them ended up not buying the plant and they were sad about it because they wanted to meet the other plant how does a plant know that? My client confirmed that not only was she in the grocery store line waiting to get checked out and thought about getting a little tiny succulent plant in a pink pot and then didn't, this plant never moves. They're sessile. They're rooted in place, literally and figuratively. So why is it that they know these things? Because they're angels. <laughs> I The way that I view it or the way that I feel like I'm being explained to is that the plants are all connected so it's like if you think about um the hunger games where katniss makes that whistle and the mockingbirds carry her whistle across the forest it's like that like plants have the ability to speak with each other but it's, at the same time i see them as like portals for other things to come in and view things from a different perspective Yes. And that's where the angels come in, because I don't think angels are always in a tree. No. But I think they have the ability to make themselves go into the tree. I think some of them actually are trees, whereas I think trees themselves are also their own higher spiritual beings, but I feel like some angels are like, I am this tree. But they are and they aren't at the same time, because separation is an illusion. But the second tier of the triad deals with the boundaries between the physical and the spiritual and that's literally what trees are because there's no way that they would be able to know the things that they know while they're still living beings unless they were a like physical spiritual leeway between both realms which blows yeah. my mind also wait um what I, I can't i'm hearing things in my head but i can't remember it because my ego's in the way interesting and i don't know things about the uh about the the religious stuff what is it when they say they give you the jesus they say the body the something and the something of christ you mean the host what <laughs> it's not a jesus <laughs> yeah it's the little communion wafers it's a jesus it's called a host <laughs> i've only ever heard of them as communion wafers or jesus but host is interesting so what does it say they're like this is the body the blood and something of what of jesus christ okay but isn't there a third one i don't know uh, the body the blood and the whatever the spirit yes they're oh, saying Christ. that the first triad is the body of god the second triad is the spirit of god or no the blood yes is the <laughs> blood of god 
and then the top triad is the spirit of God, of like creation. Okay. Because they're telling me that the angels in the bottom triad are like you said, the things that create things, the plast cells. But we're equating the second triad to trees, and what are trees? They created the earth. Well, not only did they create earth, but they have roots. Roots are like systems, and they're showing me that those things are like the blood vessels. Because you can't have a body exist if there isn't blood vessels. Mm -hmm. They're fractals. They are the movement within the body. Yes. That's what angels are. <laughs> I'm blowing my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, we are the lifeblood, the source of energy and movement through everything. That's why we have tree roots, because we're all interconnected. That's also why separation is an illusion, and we can get information from both the physical world and the spiritual world. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. My mind looks like one of those weird things in a movie scene when they like finally put everything together and just do like snapshots of pieces of different things, and then at the end there's like a baby crying and then a fart. <laughs> wow <laughs> cheese and rice okay continue i'm sorry so the last rank of angels are the seraph or the seraphins again seraphins is the plural of seraph they are the direct attendants of god at the throne so these are those like people like to describe angels and from the bible where they have like multiple eyes and six wings and things like that that are really scary these are those things so their name actually means burning ones, which again, I think is cool. If you know anything about like Christianity. Johnny, Johnny Cash was onto something. I don't know what you're talking about, but Christianity because of the burning bushes. I was thinking the burning ring of fire. Well, the burning bushes are the things that a lot of times would like speak or tell information to the people in the physical realm about like what they're supposed to do spiritually. And the bush wasn't actually burning. It was just like a spiritual being. So I think it's interesting that they describe it or the name specifically means burning ones. But they are the ones that are directly associated to God. They are at the quote unquote throne of God. So they, I don't know, they like to describe these as like the ones that praise God by singing holy, holy Lord of the hosts. I'm Lord, I'm Lord, I'm Lord, I'm Lord. Sorry. <laughs> but they, they are the caretakers of the almighty throne, and they are known to continuously shout and shower praises over him. They so, just got megaphones up there. Will you explain what you told me about the Big Bane and the Seraphins? Oh. um, They're making me remember things. <laughs> Sorry, they talk claircognizantly, which is hard for me. Because I'm a mere mortal. Um, <laughs> they explain their existence as a supernova, which is the collapsing outwardly of stars. So, I it like bothers me that they're like we are the right hand things to God, but we also make God's decisions. And I'm like, well, you can't tell God what to do. The Creator is like the Creator. They are the Creator. Yes, but also separation is an illusion. So, like, these concepts are hard to fathom as a monkey brain because, I don't know, it just, 
it's there's just some things that you have to accept because it's what they are and use the rationale that you have to understand it but it's like there's always this one missing piece like this one little neuron that can't connect with everything else and it just bothers you a little bit so i'm like how that's that's how i feel about this but they're like all you need to understand is that for you because spirit not only just souls that i'm talking to but spirit in general will explain things to mediums using things that they already know so no see hear and feel what we know and that they used my idea or relation to creator or god being the big bang because as a medium the only thing em and i are talking to is energy itself we're able to translate it kind of like a radio conductor radio frequencies but anyways they're like you think of creator and god as the big bang because your energy and energy is just it can be solid liquid gas whatever so if the big bang created you and physicality but things before that as energy itself can neither be or created nor destroyed existed non-physically then what we are is the energy that came together to create god or the big bang so it takes a lot of energy to be condensed to create the big bang so they're like we're the supernovas or the conglomerations of energy that came together to create it so we are god however we are also the thing that dictates god or helps understanding the things you know i don't know it really i feel like i'm not explaining this very well they are the things that facilitate the movement of energy within the entire existence of source aka they would be the things that created everything but they also aren't the things that created everything yeah they are just the ones that created the movement and when things move they cannot stop moving until they acted upon a different force so this is how you started like transferring of energy and when you transfer energy you can change it into different things which change it into creation yeah they, you know how people say the universe is ever expanding yeah that's them well yeah because yeah. they are the literal movement within source yeah yeah because they can't you can't create energy nor can you destroy it there's, you can only change it in form they're showing me like you know when you have when you're playing pool or billiards Okay. And you have all the balls that come together and then you take one white ball and you hit all of the little balls and they explode outward. Yeah. They're saying God is the cue ball, the white ball. They are all of the balls in the middle and the cute little triangle. Motherfucker, these assholes are hilarious. <laughs> God damn it. Uh-huh. A fucking triad, a fucking triangle, mm-hmm. a one white ball at the top that hits everyone else into motion that expands motherfucker god i hate the universe why are they so funny the satirical jokes because your brain is funny literally the satirical pantsing is not okay so explain that again because i don't think you finished (laughs) they're explaining the serifs to me as pool so pool if you guys don't know is like billiards so before you can play a game of billiards you take all of the balls which are stripes and solids and they're numbered and you put them in the little triangle wooden thingy and then you like them around so that they're all like i don't know together and then you put them in the middle of the playing table and then you take the cue ball which is one white ball Uh 
And the one white ball is used to what's known as break the rest of the balls and set the board for playing. So what the person does is they hit the white ball with their cue stick and because the white ball hits the top ball or like, yeah, the top billiard ball at the top of the pyramid, all of the balls go out everywhere. And the seraphs are explaining to me that they are the balls in the pyramid and that God is the white cue ball that hit all of them to disperse. You were saying something about the eight ball. What's the eight ball? Oh no, just the cue ball. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were gonna say something about the eight ball. No. Okay. I mean, the eight ball wins the game. I think if you're playing pool, I don't know how billiards is, but. So I thought you were gonna take the eight ball out because then there would be nine balls of the angels, which would be the nine ranks. Mm. And then the eight Lucifer. ball would be. Lucifer is a rank of angels. Yeah, but who's the one that got cast out of heaven? <laughs> but he's not cast out of heaven. I thought he was. In okay, Christian where is lore, he? <laughs> isn't he in Christian lore, though? I mean, yeah, but there isn't another place for him to go. Well, yeah, separation <laughs> is an illusion. He's, so not, he's actu not actually casted out. Well, no, and I want to talk about this in our other podcast that we're going to do later today. So. Okay. We'll talk about Lucifer and the Conjuring podcast. Interesting. Conjuring part two, if you, you guys are listening. Beezlebub? No. You'll, I'm going to blow your fucking <laughs> mind. I don't understand mind. how you're going to get Lucifer into the Conjuring house. I'm going to blow your fucking mind. However, he's on my criteria of this podcast as well, so. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so anyways, the satirical pantsing, spiritual pantsing that I just received, I'm glad I could share with you guys, because <laughs> that- Really made it a lot so easier than supernovas eight for me. All the shadows of everything, because the way that I see it, dark things is we are a light being, so we basically cast our light on things, and it creates the opposite balance, which would be the shadows. I think we should talk about that in okay. our Conjuring podcast. Fabulous. Okay, <laughs> so. That is all of the ranks of angels. I talked about guardian angels within the rank of angel. And I wanted to bring it up because live people ask us all the time, who are my guardian angels? Is my mom my guardian angel? Like that type of thing. And Liv has a very specific way of describing what guardian angels are. But at the same time, when I was a kid, I was told that every single human being has a guardian angel that supposedly looks just like you, but with wings. And there is actually nothing in the Bible that states that every single human has a guardian angel. So I just think it's interesting that this is specifically written down or it's it's specifically something that I found about guardian angels that not every single person has one. But I think it makes more sense when Liv explains what she thinks guardian angels are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for me, guardian angels are spiritual beings that are able to interfere with your soul contract or your life path they can override free will and change things that aren't supposed to happen dictated by the higher spiritual beings so a lot of people are like oh, are my is my grandmother a guardian angel is this my guardian angel and it kind of gets into like the delineation of spirit guides so spirit guides know your soul contract they know what you're supposed to do in this life because whether you believe in reincarnation or not when you incarnate into this life it is to learn certain lessons that at the end of your 
existence, your physical existence, your spiritual vibration will be raised and you'll have, you know, become more spiritually enlightened. And that in a more physical understanding is your physical experience, your life is to learn the difference between sympathy and empathy. And a lot of people don't know the difference. Sympathy is being able to relate to someone or feel bad with someone because of certain circumstances that that other person that you're talking to or relating to has experienced. However, you have not experienced it. So because you have not physically experienced that exact scenario or a scenario similar to one, you can never truly relate to that other person. However, if you live a life where you experience those things, then you can wholeheartedly, empathetically sympathize with that person. That's empathy, the ability to sympathize with someone because you've gone through the same action, existence, whatever thing, event. And when you incarnate, that's what you're supposed to learn. You're supposed to learn different things each life or in one life if you don't believe in reincarnation. And that is what is going to quote unquote spiritually enlighten you. Your spirit guides know all of those things. You chose them before you incarnated on this group project of physical existence to be like, hey, can you guys like give me like a really cool secret secret handshake that I won't remember once I am born into this world to tell me but somehow we'll also remember it uh, but not know not not know how yeah it's like hot <laughs> cold hot cold but the spiritual version Jesus <laughs> um and that's what your spirit guides do they're not there to be like oh you're getting really hot you gotta do this they don't give you the answer they're just like dude you're so cold you're in the freezer but your eyes are closed you're like I don't remember the handshake and they're on the other side going woogity 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 anyways but at certain times, that's not enough because you might just really, really fuck up. And at that point, that is when guardian angels would come in. I believe that they can be family members. However, I don't think that they know your soul contract at all because it's different. But a guardian angel is somebody that can interfere with your life's path against your better judgment or lack thereof depending on the scenario Well, against like what you've already done yes because it doesn't fall within your soul contract Mm -hmm. yeah guardian angels are the things that can go oh no this group project is about to end in an explosion and the teacher wrong decision the teacher needs to come over and go oh goodness you really mixed the pink stuff with the green stuff and now we're gonna have a fire hazard and the ones that are going to be able to to reroute that uh, possible explosion or clean it up a little bit and make sure other people don't get, I don't know, hot goo on their face, that is going to be like the archangels or the angels of the lower tier, I think is what they were telling me. They're the ones that can tell your guardian angel, all right, we're going to just like back up and reroute it. So guardian angels are the things that help people in like, really terrible situations like you should have been 100% wheels up but AKA you're not a miracle would happen yes yeah human miracles so that's going to be a guardian angel so when people are in like fiery car crashes where their car their car looks like an accordion but they come out with like a, a poo bear band-aid on their forehead <laughs> and they're like I felt like my this winged creature or my grandmother pulled me out of this burning fiery car crash and I don't know what happened that it's going to be a guardian angel. They don't know your soul contract, but that's like your one out fix. You get like a real big curve on the end of your grade 
and that's 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 how those people work or spiritual beings but i think that angels can tell family members because you know morals and like the way angels talk and dictate things is very different than like humans and i haven't actually like talked to any angels except for i think i've gotten like a small whiff of what they're like based off of a client reading that i gave and let me tell you (laughs) pretentious might be a good way to uh kind of like go well, about I don't know it. that it's necessarily pretentious it's just they're different it's they like, don't have a knowledge of us i don't know okay so i was it's talking very, like well it per- seems pretentious because we're stuck in a physical plane of existence for like the three people in deutschland that are listening gosh <laughs> i dated a man in from germany and i was telling my fiance this morning i was like hey we should maybe go visit um said because the man that i dated we're still really good friends and I said, we should go visit him in Germany because it would be great to go to Germany and just like hang out, you know, he's like, he's like a, like a really close friend and it would be fun. And my fiance goes, I don't know. Everyone in Germany is so literal. I feel like I, I my sarcasm yeah. would not go over well there. And like, I just would feel really out of place. And I was like, that's just a cultural difference. And they're not all that literal, but I understand what you're saying. They're very like straightforward and to the point. I'm yeah, sorry, people, but angels are like Germans. <laughs> people on TikTok describe angels like that too, very dry. Yeah. Like so, you tell them a joke and they're like, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. And you're like, no, it was a joke. And you're there like, oh. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> so your great aunt Myrtle might be the one that a guardian angel would employ to be your quote unquote guardian angel. because. But they're also the lowest tier of angels. So they would be directly correlated to the physicality. Mm-hmm. So which is why you would be able to have a guardian angel as one of your family members. To which my research has said, if you are a human being, you cannot be an angel. But I think that's not necessarily the case. Yes because of said client that I talked about my client um and this is the only person that I've ever met as that had a quote-unquote past life current life as an angel it was really really weird because I was like I just got like this very pretentious snarky slightly cynical comedic vibe from like a younger boy like in his teens, like late teens, early 20s. And I was like, is this a past life? And this person, just this being just talks so flippantly and like yeah. without remorse or regard for anyone else because they just know that they're right. Yeah. And then another being, step- goes. <laughs> another being stepped in to talk on behalf of this one that was a little bit higher and more grounded and was like, showed me this information, like white wings, angels, like a thunder strike all of this weird stuff and i was like are you really close or have an affinity to angels and like the color white and my client was like yes and i was like oh my god God. (laughs) so they basically explained to me that my client had a past life current life as an angel and in order to kind of humble for lack of a better word their spiritual essence as an angel they incarnated as a physical being to get more of a perspective on how they can help humans because that's what they're supposed to do it was absolutely wild and very very weird and i the other the other topic is my mother is also a psychic medium and she had a very good friend that she actually never met they're actually more friends in spirit than they are anywhere any any other way 
but she meant like metaphysically she met her spirit right yeah she so never met physically as a human being every time she would try to physically meet this woman who is also a medium um something would come up so it's like they oh my god they're telling me why if they physically met they wouldn't be able to have the same sort of spiritual interference what do you mean you know how we always say that people that you've met in your life can't have as much like interference or guidance over your spirit are you saying spiritually she's like a guardian angel type deal she's not a guardian angel for my mom she's more of like an agya okay so she's more like a spiritual guide because she helps with my mom in understanding mediumship a lot got you and if they were to have met i don't think she'd be able to speak to her interesting because that would that would void the rule because uh in our video where we talk about how you're your spirit guides can be your family members. I asked Liv if my grandfather was a spirit guide for me because my story of my grandfather died when I was like 11 years old and the story we were talking about of our client's grandfather dying at 11 years old was odd because it was so similar and she was telling me no they're not your your spirit guide but also you were confused because you weren't seeing the right grandfather you were seeing my dad's dad and not my mom's dad and I was having this I don't know this person following me around and lately I've just been seeing spirits as I don't know 30 year olds even though they're not or that's not how I remember them it's because you're almost 30 I know I know <laughs> why they're coming to me young because I've been seeing this man with dark hair following me around that looks like, you know, um, Wizards of Waverly Place. What's that kid's name? The boy? Justin? Caruso? Yeah. Justin. His name's like He Robert looks like Caruso. that. <laughs> he looks like that. He's got a larger nose, dark hair, and he's tall and skinny. And I was like, who the F are you? And he was like, it'll be more fun if I don't tell you who I am. Ugh. So we do that video... And I start realizing that he's my grandfather. So I ask my mom, like, what did grandpa look like when he was 30? And she sent me this picture of this man who looks exactly like Justin from Wizard of Waverly Place. That's funny. But I asked Liv when we were doing our video on angels, is he my guardian angel? And she was telling me that's probably why I have never spoke to him before, because otherwise it would interfere with things because he's been following me around lately. It's interesting. But anyways, my mom's friend um, who passed, she, like every time they would try to meet physically, it wouldn't happen. And the only time that they have met is <laughs> strictly metaphysically. Yeah. Once my mom was set to go meet them and said person was like in the hospital. And my mom was like, got the call like, oh, we can't meet because blah, blah's in the hospital, yada, yada, yada. And when they weren't meeting, my mom as a medium was talking to a woman who was telling her these things and my mom at this point hadn't really like embraced her mediumship as much she was still like very wary of it and it was just odd because my mom was talking to this woman and she couldn't figure out who she was supposed to like talk to because usually when we talk to souls or spirits we know who the person that is stepping forward as a soul is wanting to talk to but my mom couldn't place it and the reason she couldn't place it is because that soul was the woman that she was supposed to meet that day because she had died in the hospital 
found my mom as a spirit, talked to her, and then wasn't actually dead. Like one of those out-of-body experiences. Yeah. And my mom didn't figure this out until after she actually passed. Yeah. (laughs) Because she like went to the funeral or was talking to this woman's wife about her passing because my mom was like I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet her yada 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 and she's like oh no it's fine and her wife started telling my mom about how after she passed away in the hospital and then came back to life she was talking about how she met this redheaded woman and was trying to talk to her and that's how she figured out that this woman was dead before she actually died and was talking to her from her wife after she passed and since Liv's mom is the redhead. Uh, yes, sorry. Not on video. <laughs> yes, my mom has auburn, auburn red hair. It's freaking hilariously funny because the universe, again, satire. And since then, she's been able to help my mom understand some sort of, some medium ideas, concepts, and qualities of what it's like in the past life or, you know, dead. And I guess this woman has lived so many lives, so many different lives and incarnations that now her job as a soul is to learn more things. And we think that is because she's like graduating, leveling up, if you will, to be more of a higher spiritual being, which would probably fall under some sort of category of the third triad. Got you. Anyways. Okay. Can I ask you a question? You might have to cut this out. (laughs) Okay. Is it cutting out because of me or because of you? Because of you. Oh, okay. So, um, I have been seeing a blonde lady that has been following you around since we made our angel video. Oh, since we made our angel video? Yeah. Well, that's creepy. Is she your grandmother? I... She looks a lot like you, and she tells me that her personality is like her, like you, but I don't know if you know what her personality is because I don't know that you had a connection with her. I don't know. You have to tell me what she looks like. (laughs) I know that's hard for you. She's blonde. She looks like you, but she's 30, so I can't tell you what her weight is because she's my age. (laughs) She's not as skinny as I am, but she isn't, like, overweight. So I don't... Ask her to give you certain physical characteristics. I don't know. <laughs> what? How long is her hair? Um, It's like shoulder-ish length, a little longer. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of something that only she would know. And I, I fucking hate when people do this, but... Oh, because you're trying to prove who it is. Yeah. I can't tell you because she's 30. Because I know you want me to tell you what she looks like when she was like. Well, yeah, but this is what someone said to her about what she looked like in regards to something else. So it's like very specific. Is there a certain part of her body that she would want to tell you about based off of what I'm asking her to tell you? I don't know. I'm (laughs) sure I'm going to get this wrong. She keeps telling me about her nose. Uh, No, that's not the one I'm thinking about. I'm sure it's not. No. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Well, her nose would be that she's from her side of the family, my grandmother's side of the family, but I don't know if it would be my grandmother because I don't think my grandmother ever had long hair. There's two things that she could tell you about that would, like, 100% make it that she, that it is her. And what are those things? 
I can't tell you because it'll ruin it. Well, I mean, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I know. I'm telling her to tell you. If she's going to be creepy and stand there for so long, she could do that. I know, but it might take me a few days. <laughs> That's okay. Well, she was telling me that she's like my grandfather because she's following you in the same way that he's following me. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know my grandmother like very exactly. much at all. So It's someone who's just like you, but I don't know that you know who she is because she's telling me you wouldn't know her personality. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother, I don't think she had the same personality as me. So I could be wrong because I didn't really have a relationship with her. But that was, like, her own fault. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's not necessarily just her fault, but Unless there were... she was supposed to not have a relationship with you because she's your guardian angel. Ugh, I don't know. Disgusting. I see a blonde lady following you around. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it more later. But, yeah, if she gives you anything else, you should let me know because there's two things that would prove that she is my grandmother. Great. I'm not there yet <laughs> That's to figure okay. that out for you. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so let's move on to the types of angels that we already know or the actual specific angels that we know as human beings, which is the archangels. The first one most people will talk about is Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael is kind of like the... They describe him as the chief prince, and he is usually viewed as like the warrior of God. So he's the one that like is one of the... Babylonian um, angels that ultimately like defend us from the dark things. They specifically say that he is the one that fights against Lucifer and his army of demons, things like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I generally see him as like the thing that like keeps order of the the universe. Order in the court. Sorry, I'm not gonna stop. But it says, Michael was the angel of the Lord who was sent to Moses and Jacob and Abraham and to the other people throughout history of the world. Wait, and who was? Michael, Archangel Michael. Oh, okay. okay. He's the one that talked to all the people at the long table. He is one of the angels that have. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, the role that he played is the one that where they are fighting or fighting against the rebel angels, a.k.a. Lucifer. Which brings me to one of my questions. Is he the counterpart for Lucifer? It just makes me think about that song that was really popular in like 2016. Ooh, mm -hmm. I'm a rebel with a kickstand. I know it's not kickstand. I know it's something else. But for the longest time, everyone in my work group, when that song would come on in the showroom, we would all sing kickstand. So is Michael the counterpart to Lucifer? <laughs> Um, like are they do they balance each other they're telling me that it's like a Zack and Cody type of thing well, interesting <laughs> since we're using Wizards of Waverly Place Disney things well I don't know <laughs> they're saying like you know when two twins are born but one says that they're the older one because they were born first Yeah, it's like that Michael's the one that was born first <laughs> he's the favorite child yeah but he's more of like the Cody and Lucifer's more no They're arguing. One's on one side and one's on the other, and it's really fucking with me. It's like the angel and the devil on your shoulders. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael has brown hair, and Lucifer doesn't have brown hair. He has, like, golden hair. So That's awesome. 
Michael's on my left hand side and Lucifer's on my right hand side and Michael's saying that he's more of like Cody like the intelligent grounded one and that Lucifer's more like Zach but Lucifer says that Michael's more like Zach it's just that he has like gone to school and is able to like tone down his like outbursts and Lucifer's more like Cody he's like but I didn't go to school because I know that I don't need to go to school because like actually intelligent people don't go to school because they just understand things and they understand that school is a construct like formal education that sounds like a very Lucifer answer Uh (laughs) so the next dark angel is Gabriel and Gabriel Gabriel is the one that was sent to marry the mother of Jesus He was the one that told her that she was going to be the mother of God. But he also came in a few other times, and he is described to be the, like, left hand of God. So whatever that means. But he's, like, directly, like, the messenger for God. He's the one that gives us, as human beings, the messages. Maybe we are actually wrong, and Gabriel, is that who we're talking about? Gabriel, yeah. Maybe Gabriel is actually, like, the, the demon you know, because don't the Catholics or the Christians think that people that are left-handed are like Satan? I have no idea what you're talking about. What? You've never heard this? <laughs> no. There's, It's like Christian or Catholicism where if you're left-handed and that's like your dominant hand to right, the nuns would beat you and like exercise the demons out of your soul because only like left-handed people are like close <laughs> to the devil. But if what? Gabriel <laughs> is God's left hand, maybe he's the devil. Jesus Christ. This has no metaphysical intention at all. This is just my brain doing things I'm like, aware. Uh, I, what's his name? I think it's Nick from Always Sunny, where he just like has all of the pins on the board. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you need to envision my memes in my head with me. Thank you. No, I can't <laughs> envision anything. Next. So those are two of the light, like, angels, archangels. But let's go over the fallen or dark archangels, including Lucifer himself. So there are, um, I don't know. I think there are seven archangels, but I wrote down six. But the reason why I think there are seven, because a lot of times they're equated to the seven deadly sins, which I think are really cool. Because I think Lucifer would be pride, and they describe buzzlebub as gluttony or something else greed maybe so lucifer lucifer is the first one that i want to talk about he is actually an archangel and the story with lucifer is that he was i don't know he was just a regular angel and then one day he decided to go against god that is the basic story of what people believe but Essentially, Lucifer, people view him as the most beautiful angel, and he was described as the sun of the morning because he was as beautiful as a sunrise. Oh, okay. Golden hair. Got it. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, that's why they describe him as the morning star. Mm, yeah that's hilarious okay because the way he shows me oh god <laughs> i'm getting fucking punked again <laughs> i really like lucifer i He's really cool. like uh, okay so there's this book that i read called the mortal instruments and yeah. i'm quite sure this is probably where cassandra claire the author got her idea from but there's a character named jace and jace has the last name of morgan stern <laughs> which means morning star and in the 
books he has blonde hair and they literally say he has blonde hair all the time but in in my head movies i always envisioned him with brown hair because i like brown haired guys (laughs) but anyways i think that's funny because every time i've spoken to lucifer he's like i look like jace from these movies or from these books that you've read because i've never seen the movies the movies are gay the (laughs) movies are always gay books are better fight me and He's like, I look like Jace from these Cassandra Clare books that you read. And I was like, okay, fucking weird flex, but okay. (laughs) But I never envisioned Jace when I'm reading the books as having blonde hair ever. So I know that I'm talking to an actual spiritual being because they're like, I have blonde hair. (laughs) And I'm equating it to this because Morgenstern means morning star, which is a sunrise. Yep. Disgusting. You're welcome. Finger guns all the way. So this is how the story of Lucifer, what we believe as humans. I'm so excited. So one day, Lucifer, son of the morning, said to himself, why should God be the most important person in heaven? Why shouldn't I be? I can fly. I can change into these other things. And I am beautiful and I am powerful. And I can fight crime. Sorry. (laughs) Jesus. No, that man. (laughs) That would be Archangel Michael. (laughs) Oh, okay. He's he's the, uh, what is that? Oh, the bronze lucifer likes us because we don't wear capes jesus christ sorry so in fact i am just as important as god and i shan't do what he tells me ever again makes me shant my pants (laughs) (laughs) i shall fight him and have heaven for mine so lucifer went around heaven and he collected a lot of angels who also didn't want to be less important than god until he had a great army they then marched up to the throne of God and said proudly, We are just as important as you. Why should you be the king of heaven any more than one of us? We are strong and proud and beautiful, and we will fight you for the kingdom of heaven. God looked at them and he said, Lucifer, I thought that you were my friend and I trusted you. Be sensible now and think about what you are doing. I have thought, said Lucifer, and I'd rather not be in heaven at all than to have you for my king. And so would all of us, and behind him are the rebel angels. They shouted with a great with their shout. Kickstands. We will follow Lucifer. Long live Lucifer. Let him reign over us in heaven. We do not want God. Very well, said God. If you don't want me, you needn't have me but if you want to fight for heaven you can if you think it will be any good then god called michael the archangel swing (laughs) and made him gather together a mighty army of angels who were on god's side they all have capes it's like shirts versus skins but it's capes versus no capes yeah so now you know psychics version so now you know why okay (laughs) sorry so now you know why we sometimes say in our prayers holy saint michael the archangel defend us in the day of battle because he is so good at battles is that is also is all the story end quote well i'm reading things (laughs) yeah so um i've talked to lucifer and i was talking to lucifer when i was doing this research and he was explaining to me that there's no difference between like good and evil and the story isn't necessarily true because there's no hell in which like exists that he reigns upon apparently 
But the way that I see him is he's like the shadows. So he is an archangel. So he deals directly with human beings and he deals directly with the shadows of human beings. So he helps us do shadow work. So he helps us people that work with Lucifer are the ones that kind of do that type of thing in the sense of they try to understand the dark parts of themselves, understand the parts that are painful, understand the parts that they don't want to see. But I don't know if you got the same thing from him. I think it's interesting that as I was narrating the conversation between brothers on one side of my shoulder and the left, you said in one part of that that it was like the fifth or sixth sentence about Lucifer saying, I don't want to follow your constructs or something. I'm just as smart as you, so why do I have to take direction from you? And what did I say? That Lucifer I is, forget that you don't know nothing about Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Lucifer's really, really smart, and so is Michael, but Michael went to school to be smart. Yeah. School is God. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, I can be just as smart without having a construct to ha- like hold me. But yeah, there's a lot of there's other stories about I don't know if it's necessarily Lucifer. People describe it as Satan or the devil of like the garden of eden and in the garden of eden it's basically a story about god created all of these things god created man and then he created woman and they told god told adam and eve don't eat you can eat from any of these things in this garden however you cannot eat from the tree of knowledge and he told this to adam but did not tell eve this thing so Eve goes to this tree and she is met by a snake, which is described as Satan. I'm a snake. And the snake tempts her to eat this fruit from the tree. And a lot of people in the spiritualist community believe that this fruit is actually like intuition. It's like knowing things beyond what is physical, which is why God didn't want them to eat it because they didn't want them to know things that they necessarily shouldn't i have a question yes i have so many questions okay (laughs) so is that why people in christianity or different religious understandings don't like mediums because it's not that we are close to like the devil or like seeing satan or something but Okay, they're explaining. Okay, so you said that the Christian God is a Christian God, not source. Correct. Okay. Interpretation that is created on the basis of source, but it is not source. Yes, which makes so much fucking sense now Mm -hmm. because I have to deal with all of these things and see them as (laughs) the same way as I would view like other deities and other gods of other people's cultures and understanding it's all just another chapter within the book of the fucking universe it's like each chapter has its own heading and this one is fucking christianity or whatever yeah and they have a lot of sub settings and like (laughs) sub chapters and whatever but they're saying that okay oh god it's like um so if the Christian God isn't actually source or creator, which is what I've been thinking this entire time, my like entire life, and is actually just like a creation of the creation, same, same, but different, then they're saying that it's not because uh, they're saying that, 
Oh, I have too many things that I want to say. <laughs> so, uh, oh, the one of the ways that I like to explain or refute from the idea that people say that mediums are seeing Satan or are the devil or possessed or all of these other things, just like the way I like to refute the idea that I, I don't know if this is going to be rude to people, but people, some religions don't like gay people because they're like, we're supposed to populate the earth. So being gay is like a sin. Mm-hmm. It's against God's wishes. Wishes, And I like to use the same quote from the Bible to explain or not explain, but give validation to um, gay people's existence and their validity of existing, as well as me being a medium, which is God created people in their own image. And God is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-hearing, and all-feeling, right? Those yeah. are the fucking clairs, guys. So if people are created in God's image, God would also be non-binary. God would also be gay. God would also be straight. So it's yeah. stupid for people to say, to focus on these physical things of repopulating whatever malarkey as I would delineate it as, if we're created in his image. So... I'm thinking maybe the thing is that people don't like mediums is like you said, I literally had the thought before you said it of if Adam, if Eve ate the apple, then maybe that was like where the Christian God was keeping that shit or something. Yeah, and that's the tree of knowledge. That's where we got our powers from. And there's people that don't have the tree of knowledge and people that do have the tree of knowledge juices flowing through their bodies that is what the spiritualist community talks about jesus christ i didn't think about that yeah and that's why people are like you can't do that because god said you're not allowed to now you have these cool powers no capes or we're like we don't need capes we ate some apples guys yes so she ate the apple because supposedly lucifer in the image of a snake told her to do so and she then went to adam who supposedly knew better and told him this is really great you need to eat this apple as well so adam also ate the apple and then they finally realized that they were naked because before they didn't have the knowledge it's just like a metaphor what? well it's probably not but they just like look down and they're like oh i thought these bushes were I something don't have else clothes. that's how i was told the story is, is that they why looked people down had and clothes? they realized that they were naked okay but i view it as they realized what was happening like they saw the strings of the universe being pulled my dude oh naked is a metaphor for vulnerability i know you weren't going that (laughs) oh no i was thinking ignorant well maybe also i was thinking how like a lot of religious people get offended from people being naked they're like you can't see the human body because then you're gonna have temptations and then i also think about the temptations as like the 70s group of musicians <laughs> yeah so one of the things that i feel like lucifer also do- deals with but he didn't tell me this he had told me the opposite prior to me talking to lucifer as a psychic medium i thought he dealt with like original sin and like free will because he a lot of people describe him as he wanted free will to exist so that's why he is against all of the other like angels and things like that they he wants people to still have the knowledge of the knowledge tree so to speak have all of the knowledge so that they can make their choices on a freely basis well, instead that- of being controlled necessarily 
Um, but that's what the spiritualist community usually talks about. That's super cool. Uh, yeah. And shadow work deals with daddy issues, so oh, he would God. know the best. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not just daddy issues. We're not we're not getting away from any other sort of shadow work issues, but daddy issues is hilarious. So the last fallen angel that I want to talk about. Ugh, I'm going to name this podcast Spiritual Satire is Beezlebub. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly because every time I say it, someone corrects me. So I, I don't know. But Beezlebub, a lot of people equate him to being Satan or being Lucifer. And that is not the case. They are two very different beings. Um, it's interesting because... Beezlebub also talked to me. I did not talk to him. He doesn't play that game. <laughs> he is very scary. Lucifer is very more like suave. Lucifer's kind of like the bad guy, like the the bad boy that you want to like date type of personality. Yeah, he's Jace. From Beezlebub is the like the movie. guy with the knife in the back of the class. Scratching his desk up. He's the scary. weird Russian exchange student that sings <laughs> and he's like prison hymns. Super buff. He's like the 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 boss of the mafia type deal. Like he's scary. <laughs> Not anything against Russia, but we did know an exchange student that like was that. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, I view Beezlebub as like Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he is. An asshole, but also really scary. He's less of he okay. He's less of an asshole than Sasuke is, but at the same time, he's got the same angst, you know. And he just punches people in the forehead with his fingers. And Third people are gonna problems. be people are gonna be like so freaked out that we're talking about Beezlebub because they, I go into like TikTok lives and they're like people moderating saying demons' names, like Beezlebub. They'll get banned for saying it because they think that once you say it, they're you're gonna like die. Well, a lot of people on there probably will see that, though, and that's the one thing that brings all the scary things in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the reason why Beezlebub was talking to me, because I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you were an angel. People describe you as a daemon. And he was like, like, "Actually, no my, shit. My that's name was, what a daemon is. He's like, my name was actually Bob. No. <laughs> Short for Robert. <laughs> but he has this really deep voice, and he was like, no shit. That's why you think that I'm a daemon, because a daemon is the opposite of an angel. You just see him at a work party, and he's like the weird dude in the corner, and he has a tiny name tag on, and it says, hi, my name's Beezlebob. <laughs> okay, because uh, there's a lot of people that... Um, he works in AP, sorry. <laughs> a lot of people equate demons to like the weird, dark, skittery things that we see, mm -mm. so I never equated them to being like an angel level, so that's why it's interesting that he's like, you're dumb. But obviously, he did it in a mean way because he's Beezlebub, but it's fine. Beezlebub. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of sounds like Bakugo, but he's speaking ah! in English. He's a deep voice. <laughs> but you have it has to be the Japanese Bakugo. No, he was speaking to me in English. I wouldn't understand him well, if he was I speaking know, in Japanese. But if you watch My Hero and it's oh, not Oh, well, that's subbed, what I'm talking about. Yeah, if it's if it's not, if it's dubbed, yes, no. Bakugo's voice is not the same as the sub version. <laughs> the Japanese voice actor for Bakugo, but he's speaking in English because I can't understand Japanese, so. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so the stories that I have about Beezlebub, the first thing that I think is really interesting is he is described as being the Lord of the Flies, which they write a book about that. Did you read that book? 
Dude, yeah, it's horrible. What is it about? Because that's what they 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 brought that up, and I was like, I never read that because I didn't. Who have to. brought it up? When I did research about Beelzebub, okay, he's the Lord of the Flies. What is the Lord of the Flies about? I'm well, okay. I was an asshole in English class in oh, high school. You didn't read it? No, no, no. Oh. I I read this book. It's absolutely. I'm sorry if anybody likes it, but it's stupid. And the only book that I liked reading in in school for like- The Lord of the Flies? No, was The Count of Monte Cristo. You want to read an old ass book that's fucking great? I read maybe two chapters of that book. Yeah, you have to get past the first two chapters. No, it wasn't the first two chapters. (laughs) What did you read? You just randomly read two chapters? Yes. Okay. I had to read the entire thing, but I didn't. (laughs) You tried to cliff notes it yourself? Yes, I'm very good at pulling shit out of my ass. Well, the first two chapters are actually really good, so it probably well. explains a lot of it. If you just <laughs> jump in the middle of it, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. Cause I like, knew what was going on the entire time, but I did not read it. If you skip to a chapter, he's probably just like in France at like some sort of delicatessen no, Italian type thing. Weekly. You know? Okay. I knew what was going on. I just didn't read it. It's fine. It was All too right. long. Anyways, Lord of the Flies. It's like... I was the asshole kid in English class that when they asked you why the curtains were blue, I'm like, because the fucking curtains wanted to be blue. The author was like, I like the color blue, so I'm going to make the fucking curtains blue. And everyone's like, the curtains are blue because it signifies the author's inner turmoil about their mom. I'm like, fuck you guys. That's stupid. Anyways, I'm sorry if there's any English people in here and people that don't like my sentence enhancers. Anyways. So, Lord, of, if it's one of, if they're saying he's the Lord of the Flies in the sense of the Lord of the Flies means something, I have no fucking clue because I yeah, because blacked it that part out because it was stupid. Lord of the Flies is a novel written by the Nobel Prize winner author William Golding in 1954. The title of the novel is in a reference to the demon Beelzebub. <laughs> is it really weird that when I wanted to say Bob, I was thinking that Bob is the shortened name of William? Weird. But it's not because that's actually Bill. And I was like, no, Bob makes more sense. And I was hearing William. And I was like, no. Anyways, so in Lord of the Flies, spoiler alert. Because <laughs> you're going to read this. <laughs> there's like these children that get marooned on an island. Marooned? Yeah. Okay. Is it marooned? I don't know what marooned means. Maroon no. is a color. <laughs> well, okay. They get... Stranded? Stranded on an island. I'm thinking of mirage, which oh. is something that happens when you're stranded on an island as you see a mirage, but my childhood brain says Bugs Bunny used the word marooned. Oh, you want a maroon? I'm a maroon. Leave okay, it alone. Okay, go Anyways. on. <laughs> oh, God. There's too many things talking in my head, and they're not all just me. Anyways, um, so... God, people are going to think that I'm insane when I just said that last time. We sentence. gave them a disclaimer. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so all of these kids get stranded on an island. I don't know if it's like a cruise ship gone wrong or like what, but there's no adults. And there's just these children that are trying to survive stranded on this island. And there's like the the big character is Piggy. Piggy's like this fat Carl Weezer kid that no one really likes and there's just these and they're all boys by the way too so fuck the patriarchy and all the boys stranded on this island like split off into groups to survive and like create their own weird structure of children where like they're getting attacked by bugs and 
trying to figure out who's the coolest kid on, on the playground of this island. And at one point, the biggest weird thing as a child reading this book is they, like, sacrifice Piggy, basically. Oh, my God. So he, like, falls down or somehow is at the bottom of this cliff. And this one kid that's like, I'm the biggest duty head on the playground, like, literally brains Piggy with a rock. And they're like, wow, that was a sobering experience. Maybe we should not lose our minds on this island as eight-year-old children without parental guidance. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, these choppers. Mm -hmm. Get the sauce! The choppers are on the way! And they are, like, saved. And it's just, like, this weird thing at the end of the book where they're like, did this really happen? Did it not happen? What happened? Was it because of Beezlebub? Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they're explaining, like, the bad angels that decided to go somewhere and it leads to chaos and a, a small fat child getting brained because he was not God. the winner. I don't know. So, sorry, I really anyways. hate that word. You wanted to know. But yeah, um, the Lord of the Flies was named after Beezlebub because maybe he's it was, the Lord of the Flies. He's usually depicted as a giant scary fly thing. Maybe it was the one kid that like rose to power and killed Piggy. Maybe he was the Lord of the Flies. I'm sure at some point there was one little tiny sentence in the book that said Lord of the Flies and that's how it got the title because that's usually how those books go. So in the Old Testament <laughs> it was actually um, mentioned Beezlebub was mentioned he is in the form of, I think it says Beelzebub. I think that's another way of saying it. Yes. Because it's B-A-A-L. Well, that's the one that with the name of Robert. Sorry. Got it. <laughs> it is the name given to the god of the Philistine city of Ekron. So I don't know if that equates him to being a god of the city. I'm not entirely sure because he's apparently a fallen angel. However, in later Christian extra-biblical sources, Beelzebub is a high-ranking demon and one of the seven princes of hell. Because like I said before, there's they are equated to the seven deadly sins. Okay, can I stop for a second? Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out how is it that Lucifer was in heaven, but is in heaven, but should actually be with the physical world. And I'm like freaked out because... Michael's on my left hand side and Lucifer's on my right hand side which would for me signify that Lucifer's in heaven and Michael's dealing with the physical world not to say that Michael isn't in heaven it's just that he's not bound by the constrictions of it or is working here in the physical world to do physical things okay he's let's get physical physical sorry Uh anyways um (laughs) but you're saying that Lucifer helps with shadow work which is physical and he's cast out of heaven and there's the seven deadly sins and hell and Beelzebub is Beelzebub is one of the people that is in hell and we've been learning about or our my spirit guides have been telling me that earth is like one of the shittiest places to inca- reincarnate <laughs> to low vibrational not shitty <laughs> <laughs> okay same same <laughs> um <laughs> you don't want to vibe to something you keep that telling me the present is a gift to live I'm not. It is a gift. I'm not saying that it isn't sometimes a fucking shitty low vibrational gift. You're telling me it's the apple you get when you go trick or treating. They literally told me to. It's the hand sanitizer that Janet gave out next God door. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they told me both things. It's 
it is a gift. However, it is the shittiest of gifts, but it's the one that you decided to take a chance on because you'll learn the most in this physical existence compared to other physical and non-physical lives. So, or existences. And he's basically, you're saying that Beelzebub is the one of hell and so is Lucifer, but what if hell isn't, okay, also, let's not get to the punchline yet. I don't believe that there's a hell, spiritually speaking. And the only hell that we've been able to delineate from as psychic mediums are the hell that souls put themselves in personally because they are too scared to pass over for either religious understanding reasons or otherwise. And it is kind of like their own personal living hell, which is a spiritual form stuck within physicality of Earth's existence. What if Beelzebub is the prince of hell but it's because hell is earth well is Beelzebub in here physically interesting what if he is lower than earth dude I want to talk about this in the conjuring video <laughs> sorry <in> this one because <laughs> I feel like he's more lower vibrational than earth is like I can hear the difference he's not much farther yeah, but he's, he's not has that a much lower farther. vibrational than like the physical realm, mm -hmm. which is why he would be on the other side because you, if you think about it in dimensions, he would be on the lower dimensional side than mm -hmm. where you are right now. Yeah, but Earth is already the lowest dimensional. Maybe that's why he has such a deep voice. Sorry, <laughs> I think he's really cool. God, this episode is too much. <laughs> I think it's awesome. You guys got to listen to the Conjuring one because I'm going to talk about the things that M's wanting me, making me want to talk about there. Well, I'm glad because I tried to find fun facts that you thought, that you told me to and they're, they're all dumb. They're like, oh my God, it took 20 years to make the film. And I was like, that's so boring. Stop. <laughs> Is that spoiling it? spoiling things. No, continue though. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I was going on about the seven deadly sins and- Beelzebub is sometimes referred to as envy, but other times is referred to as gluttony. So like I explained earlier. But what's interesting, again, what I've said is Beelzebub is sometimes considered to be sign, 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 I can't say that Synonymous. word. Synonymous. Thank you. I couldn't with even Satan. have to look at it. I know. <laughs> Anything with S's are hard for me to get out of my mouth. Did you like know the word- Specificity. Did you know the word speech impediment is a speech impediment? Yeah. <laughs> that's probably me but it's probably more not because i have a speech impediment but because i'm dyslexic but it's fine i just like words because i'll uh adhd but yeah so beelzebub usually appears sometimes in a monstrous form like that of the enormous calf or goat that people usually of equate to as satan um but nonetheless he is often shown with the face of an ugly fly because Lord of the Flies. You're welcome. Weird. My cat likes to chase flies. Sometimes in the house I'll pick her up so Maybe she can Beezabub bat at him. Is a cat, and he chases flies. So that she can all. bat at him when they're in the <laughs> air. It's really fun. It's a good game. We get real excited about it. So, do you guys want us to talk to any other angels? that of which light angels or fallen angels let us know somewhere maybe in like one of those weird review things that you can do on apple podcast oh yeah we've been trying to get you guys to leave reviews and it's probably just the fact that we haven't released many episodes that say leave us a review on apple <laughs> you podcast. can do this 
Because you can't do it on Spotify, I don't think. But I don't know. I don't think so. But you guys should leave Apple Podcast reviews for us. If you liked it, great. If you hated it, great. Leave a review, please. I would like as many positive reviews as possible. But the review thing is supposed to be funny. So, like, maybe you should put we in the comments, hi, my name's Beasle Bob. <laughs> if you post funny things in your, your review, We're we'll, gonna, t- we'll say them on our podcast. Yes, in the next one. But, but Liv has to check to make sure people do it. <laughs> until... We get super cool Apple podcast reviews. We're going to tell you your patrons right now because yeah, we have a Patreon. You need to wait until I figure out where it's It's a at. good time in Patreon. Oh, God. Good times. I'm Lord. I'm Lord. I'm Lord. Lord, Lord, They Lord. added new features, so now they're telling me about them. Oh. It okay. gives us like a bio? We are ready. You ready? Yeah. You, you always want to hold it. Shannon. Cindy. Kaylee, Mev, Rainika, Mystery Girl, Trinity, Avery, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Verena, Allie, Mac, Autumn, Thias, Victoria, Jenny, Laurel, Brianna, Antia, Bradley, your Nate, <laughs> Sandy, <laughs> Skip Nas, Sandy. <laughs> Christina, Sherry, Sushi, Anita, Katie, Charles, Holly, Krista, Flo, Malake. You're also a Goodness gracious. Slams phone on table. At it. We got good <laughs> microphones. So what did you guys think? Let us know somewhere. And also, maybe you should follow, subscribe, do whatever you do on podcasts. We like to do readings if you guys are interested in that. And maybe if you encourage Liv within those reviews, she'll give you some blogs. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm almost done with one. We'll see. And we're your meta sidekicks. I want to do all the fallen angels. You know, I honestly get where Lucifer's coming from. Capes just are not the way to go. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.